thank you very much for joining me today for our second lockdown lessons podcast. And today I'm joined by some very talented lecturers from the creative department team. So we've got uh, Christina Rad, John Johansson and Sean Chandler. So guys, do you want to just quickly do a round table on who you are and what your background is and what you um yeah, which which area are you teach in? So Christina, do you want to go first? Okay. Um, right, so I'm a film and media lecturer. My background is a robot background, as you can see. <laughs> um, no, I'm joking. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I, I, I teach film and media for the BTEC at the Film Foundation degree. Brilliant. Sean, do you want to go next? Uh, yeah, I'm Sean Chandler. I teach um, film and media on the BTEC level three courses and the foundation degree in film. My background is mainly film theory and analysis. Brilliant. John, what about you? Uh, I'm John Johansson. Um, I'm teaching on product design foundation degree and our level three design course. Um, yeah, and I did the maths the other day. I think my service comes in at about 10, 11 years with the college, which I'm too wow. young. I'm too young for that number to be real. That is a long time. You should oh get some for that. Um, I'm 15. 15 years. Um, I am like Sean as well. Wow. Yeah, we deserve a little prize. Veterans. College <laughs> veterans. Medals okay. all around. Yeah. <laughs> so thanks for uh, joining me today. And we're going to kind of uh, get some insight into what you've been up to uh, over the last like six, seven months. Um, starting off with uh, looking at how, how you made that shift uh, originally back in March is a long time ago now uh, into remote delivery, particularly in your areas, being in the creative department, it's very hands on. So um, how did you make that initial shift uh, and did you need any training or what work was involved in order to get you into that remote delivery mode back in March? Sean, do you want to go first? Um, I mean, the one benefit for us is that we've been paperless for quite a number of years anyway so all of our students would submit work online and we'd upload all class materials we've been doing that for years anyway and then switching to teams took some getting used to didn't it Christina yeah. um, uh, luckily by that time a lot of our special degree students had submitted their work so it was really just supporting them through teams calls and video calling and our level threes, their final project was cancelled. So again, it was just sort of supporting them and, and sending them tasks, research uh, prep for like year two. And again, um, discussions on teams and calls, wasn't it really? Just to keep them sort of engaged, yeah. even it, though they weren't really submitting yeah. work. It, it wasn't a proper teaching like this year. It was more yeah. because everything was cancelled. So we started just communicating yeah. with them, mm -hmm. which so it was bit of a warm-up but nothing with what yeah. was coming in September yeah um, it was different and every we we knew the students before so it was easy so yeah, one so it was. wasn't particularly challenging it, it was yeah just um, getting used to just talk through a screen I think what about you John did you have to your, well, yours we... is particularly hands-on your area yeah, we were just getting into the end of the year where they were doing their big projects. So there was lots of making involved, which all had to be sort of rehashed. Um, I'd say the worst part for it was, which we haven't found quite so much with our first years this year, because they've already experienced the start of lockdown, a bit of remote teaching. Um, but it was when you'd, you'd go on a video chat with um, with the students and 
every scene was sort of a darkened bedroom with like the lights coming through the curtains and they were just so sad because they missed that kind of the socializing experience yeah they did Um, but yeah it was just the kind of the experience for the students that they'd had that kind of social taken away from them definitely so you've been through that process of just doing remote for a few months and then came September and we were shifting back to a bit more of a blended approach, uh, although it was kind of changing from day to day basis. Um, what was that like in terms of like making that shift do, in terms of like planning and, and the, your delivery models? Was there any particular models that you were using uh, that have worked or not worked? How have you done that? Um. I, I I found it really challenging um, and just the first encounter for me, I think was a disaster, my first lesson. I could not know who was engaged. I couldn't see their faces. Uh, people were with mics on and off. Uh, I think it improved. Next time I decide to record myself and I said every lesson, I record myself, then I get in touch. And then I, I realized that they don't like... <laughs> you to start a lesson with a recording of yourself that doesn't make sense because you should be there. So the recordings are useful for a particular times and places, but um, they are desperately to contact, if not face to face, they just want the connection. So I understood so that, no, no, forget about recordings. They want to be acknowledged. And it's really hard when you have 26 students. And I know you have to say hello to everybody, but sometimes you don't know who is there, who is speaking. At the beginning, you don't know them. And then you said, put the mics off. And then you're speaking on your own. So you don't know, you can't catch up the nonverbal clues. So that made me feel very frustrated. For, for I'm getting used to it now. So I think for me, yeah, it was a challenge. I'm getting better, Shan, am I? Am I I'm getting better. Yeah. <laughs> and I, but I will say, Christina, that even though we did the whole induction with that group, yeah. the online etiquette, Basically. they did all the, but they did all the online etiquette uh, yeah. sessions and we did a trial run through in class. But I think no matter how much you tell them, Unless it's not until you actually do the proper online delivery that you just is trial and error for the first mm-hmm. for the first instance. But you have it's got it's improved, hasn't it? Definitely. Yes. But and as you, you say, have yes. to try it out. That, the same for me. I wasn't worried about the technology. So I was like, oh, I know how to use the I mean, I mean, I was and the moment of the truth, nothing worked. My presentation. And I was thinking that was the part I was confident of. And I realized again that it was me doing that without thinking, just uh, having the chat on the side, having my eyes on the chat and looking at who is a pain. It's, and as John said once when we spoke, you need to be a YouTuber, really. That's yeah. your skill. You cannot mm-hmm. communicate as if you were in the lesson. It's a very different com- communication, isn't it, John? Well, it's, um, what was it, Field Marshal Haig that said, uh, a battle plan never survives contact with the enemy. A lesson plan doesn't survive contact with students. So like you said, is we've learned how to use all this stuff, but when you put it on the screen and all your students are shy, so you've just got a wall of initials and you spend 10 minutes explaining something in loads of detail and then you go, does that make sense? And you get nothing. Yes, tumbleweed. And all you're waiting for is that one person on mute and go, I got it. Um, or yeah. someone to put in the chat, yes. And it's just throwing me that <laughs> bone. But I found it yeah. just as bad when we went back into lessons because we had our inductions on site. 
because again, you're getting used to new faces. You know, I'll, I can't help myself. I'll drop a couple of dad jokes in just to see if where the humor is in the class. And because they're wearing the masks as well, it's almost as bad in person now. That's true. (laughs) Because you can't, you can only see half their face. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, we had the, the registers where they obviously you couldn't see their faces because they hadn't been um, enrolled with their pictures yet. So you just had a name and an initial. And yeah, as sort of a visual person myself, it was really hard to get used to my classes. And it took a lot longer than it did um, in previous years. So is um, engagement the, the hardest thing? The, the Yeah, checking they're engaged. But yeah, they've all been really good. But it's that just letting you know they get it that is really important that you can't yeah it's really hard to get that because they're really shy as well they don't want to put their cameras on Um, they want to have their mics off Um, like I said I'll have a wall of initials and come on someone anyone I'm not even asking a question you know what is this or what is that it's just to check they're still there more than anything so have you found anything that has helped engage them in that way that you can quickly check in to see if they're grasping what you're talking about the chat is normally somewhere they're more confident to just put a yes or something like that yeah. for quiet ones um so i think in the group sessions the quiet students find it easier to kind of hide away um, but on the flip side when you do one-to-one tutorials teams is fantastic because um, you'll have your classroom normally and you'd have all 16 to 20 students in there and you'd sit down one-to-one with a student and somebody messing around. So you've got to stop talking to them and deal with that. Or someone will come in and ask for something and you'll get distracted. If I'm doing a one-to-one with a student on Teams, that is literally my focus and their focus. And they're so much happier to open up. Um, mm. Students we've had for years through level three that have been like an absolute mouse. And yep, fine. Yep. I've spoken most to them in the last two months than I have in the last three years. It's absolutely yeah. crazy. That's really interesting. Yes, I, I agree with the, the one-to-one. You've, you're asking about what have you found as strategies. And I, I am finding that. I'm exploring with the big group. The main thing for me is to put them in breakout groups first. So first I break them out in groups. So what I do now is I do a general instruction with everybody together, a check-in, as short as possible. Everything is laid out really clearly, color-coded. And then and then I put them in groups that are already, I mean, they decide who do they want to work with and they work in their groups, in their breakout groups. And they can dip in and out all the time because I, they want to do the peer as well, you know, the peer learning. And if you just with them for three or four hours and they don't even have the chance to talk with their friends, they get exhausted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I said, feel free to go and join in. And then in the meantime, I do one-to-ones. So I said, uh, I do an individual, <coughs> I ask them if they want to do it. And they, I phone them. So I think that's the way of managing my class at the moment. And I am happy with that. Um, so it's working. The breakout groups are being, yeah, a blessing, I would say. And leave them working. And while I go and check literally one by one or group by group if if they are doing all right. Mm. I suppose that's kind of understandable considering they're brand new to each other, brand new to the college, brand new to this whole way of teaching and learning. It's going to take quite some time for them to get comfortable with you and get comfortable with everybody else and build that confidence. 
Well, I've little groups of friends as well. Like you'd get yeah, in the classroom, exactly. they'd sit together and sort of, then they all go for lunch together and they get to meet each other. Um, I set up, because we always tell our students to on Messenger or whatever they're using to make a class group chat. So mm-hmm. in the first session, we get them all to sort of, you know, um, pass a bit of paper around so they can log in a group. Um, I set it up on Teams as a class group, um, but kept myself in there. Um, yeah. And I said, look, I'm going to use this for, if there's any information, I'll drop it in there. But if you guys want to have a meme war or just chat stuff or talk about the latest films that have come out, go for it. Like, But if there's a question, just sort of tag me and I can pop back in. Um, and I found this has saved me loads of time because they answer their own questions now. So where I'd get an email, oh, John, what are we doing tomorrow? Or did we have to be in for this lesson? Someone will ask it and someone yeah. else in the group will answer it. I've saved Wish myself like a hundred emails a week with this. Yeah. And I've just that's got to amazing. check in and go, yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That is true. They do it. So have you had to um, change quite a lot in terms of your assessment of feedback approaches because of this change to more of a blended? And now we're going back to remote as well. I mean, when I spoke to some staff, the, the frequency of feedback is increased just to kind of um, help build that rapport and relationship as well and keep that student engaged. How, how, have you had to do that as well? I found it's the best feedback I've given in years because, again, it's focused. Um, it's all typed up. Um, a lot less of it is verbal. And when it is on a one-to-one chat, I'll normally be typing it on the side as well. So they've got it as a checklist of things to do. Mm-hmm. Um which they are actually referring to, which is amazing, because um, it's in it's in their chat. Um, it's, yeah. Oh, John said I got to do this, this, and this, so they'll add that to their work. So that's helped. Um, another big thing that I found Teams massively helped is um, sort of hybrid sessions. So whereas you'd have, you know, I've got a Thursday morning session tomorrow. If I were to do it on site and I get those two obligatory messages, can't come in because I'm not well, or the train's cancelled, or whatever. Um, if I'm introducing a new project brief, they'd normally miss out. I'd have to then do it again with them or catch them up afterwards. Um, I get them to just log in on Teams. So I'll have my camera set up my laptop while I'm presenting on site. It will be like they're watching my lesson at the same time. Um, and even if they're dying of cold or flu or something, they have their camera off, their mic off. They can be in bed with a tissue stuck at each nostril and just sort of, yeah, cool, I get it. And when it's done, log off. But it means I don't have to do it again. And if there's any questions, because if I've missed something, because we always do when a student asks a question, you know, oh, yeah, I didn't think of that. They don't miss out on that then. Um, and it feels you're not rushed when you go over the project brief again with them individually. So that's been really useful. Until the Wi-Fi yeah. went down the other day and I didn't have half my class. <laughs> <laughs> so that sucked. Oh, no. Yeah, that's bound to happen at some point, though. Yeah. I think we've been pretty lucky up until now um yeah what about christine and sean have you had to um you've you've mentioned like your your uh, course has completely changed in some respects last at the end of last year some things didn't get to happen um yeah is that is that happening again a bit um so we've completely changed to teams now um and the good thing about the assessment and feedback is, um, you know, when we make a, a lesson in a page and we distribute it to their folders, mm-hmm. that's been so good because they're not having to save stuff in different places. Yeah. And then and I can easily go into the lesson that I've done with them and they check that they've filled it out. Yeah. It's, it's that's so much easier. 
Um, isn't it, Christina? Yeah, yeah, that's much better, isn't it? I mean, in terms of the practical stuff that we couldn't do it, we have to modify some assessments. I'm thinking of the Film Foundation degree, for example, Shan, that um, they couldn't use the camera, the equipment, they couldn't do any team group. So the assessment was changing my module to, we changed it last minute to do everything on their phones about the lockdown, a film about the lockdowns on their phones, having the tools. And it, it was amazing because it was one of the best uh, films I had, like you know, from Megan, they, they did amazing stuff on their own. So I'm incorporating that now, the using of the phone as a tool mm-hmm. that we always say, oh, we use the phone. But now that they, we are away, they don't have a camera and I'm with them for hours. I've incorporated activities using their phones to break out the monotony of being on the screen. So they move away. And I did, I've done some things with sound or editing and filming things on their phones, editing. And that's been, that's been really good. I mean, I really enjoy the fact of I can move them away from the screens and, and they go and get back their films just with their phones. The funny thing is some of them are saying, oh, well, we only have a phone. Uh, that's not a good camera, whatever. And I was like saying, that's the whole point. Look at my phone. It's cracked. It's old. It's cheap. And, and I, it doesn't matter. I can still create it. So that's not the point, isn't it? So I think I, I really enjoy the activities on their phones uh, online. Uh, it's been really, really good. Yeah, I really like that um, approach that you don't have to do everything online. You can set them work to do offline um, and then they just come back to you once they've done whatever you've set them to do. I think that that sometimes people just feel the pressure that you have to kind of replicate your whole timetable in this kind of format that you're talking at them at the whole whole time. And I don't think that doesn't work. Um, It's not good for the teacher. It's not good for the learners, but doing little challenges or little projects like that, um, it's, it's, it develops lots of new skills, I think, for for them too. In terms of like, you've, you've always met, uh, already mentioned quite a few positives um, through this like horrible uh, time that we're going through at the moment. And um, do you think some of these positives that you've kind of picked up are something that you're going to pursue and kind of still keep um, incorporating into your delivery, um, even when this is all stopped? And what are those? I think for me, it's definitely just to put the whole lesson available with all the links so that if anything happened, it's that's what I found better. I found it's worked Mm. much, much better. So that for me, I'm going to put the whole lesson, all the links. Uh, I don't really use PowerPoint as much anymore. I just kind of put it, I plan my lesson on the page of OneNote. I found it so much easier and better for the students. Yeah. Um, Yeah, the OneNote, I've been doing the same. So less PowerPoints and just straight into OneNote. So it's, everything lays out. They don't have to click so many and get lost as they as they mm-hmm. would. Um, but the other thing I, I find is that if I if we go back to normal, I, I don't think we could go back to normal again because we've learned so many lessons. And it's just finding the, the balance between the blended learning. I do strongly believe that we need the face-to-face and the students desperately need that but 
the balance. So we can't just teach as we used to be teaching Chan for hours, six hours in a group where half of the time was messing about, literally. Mm. So when you have a couple of hours online, is very focused on what you need to do or three hours. There's no time of messing about. And yeah, it's really it, focused. It's really, yeah. so that's good. So it's just looking at the timetables, how can we reduce the amount of, or have a balance between the being online and being face-to-face -face would be for me the, the question to answer for next time. Because you are more efficient in certain way. At the same time, you need a contact. You do need the face-to-face -face with them. So... Yeah, an hour of teaching is a very different amount of time now. Um, I did my session this morning in an hour and 20 minutes, and it's supposed to be three hours. And they all did their presentations. We did feedback. They all feedback to each other. It was only a little group, um, but it was still, it was an hour and 20 minutes. And that would have lasted three hours because, oh, can I, can I go get something to eat? Can we go for a break? There was no need for that because it was just so focused. There, weren't, uh, there was no waiting for people turning up late because they were just online. But I do agree the balance is the biggest part of it um, because we we encourage um, our students to get into the habit of presenting for when you get to university level. And again, our quieter students have given the best presentations they've given in their career with us. And it's because it's just them talking to their camera. Um, when we have presentations, um, they will be... Um, they'll be on. I'll make sure my camera's on. So they've got that nodding sort of um, approving sort of thing. Like I said, is we're not getting that feedback from the students. Yeah. So I don't want them to have that. Even if I'm muted, it'll just be that they'll make a point and I'll sort of, yeah, that's right. Um, and I'll make sure everyone else has got their cameras off. So they're just talking. Um, but yeah, if we then drop them from just having done that into an auditorium of 60, 70 other students, they are not going to know what's hit them. Um, but yeah, so Sort of with I'm trying to phase them from the initial ones online where it's not so bad. They know there's 20 people listening to them. And then we're going to do some um, actually in the lesson later on in the year where we can get back in. Um, and then they'll do it in front of the first and second years and we'll build them up to it. So I think that's nice. But if it was just all online, they wouldn't get that, that kind of interaction. I suppose it's good skills to learn, isn't it? Because a lot of interviews now happen in this kind of format so yeah they get used to being able to do that and come across well because it is a very different skill mm. it is like being a tv presenter you kind of got to over exaggerate movements and facial expressions don't you so um yeah it's kind of it's very different but it's not a wasted skill by any means i jokingly end lessons with and if you enjoyed that please like and subscribe and hit the notification <laughs> bell but down here because <laughs> it's how it feels um and if you enjoy my content uh, but i've done tutorials for kind of marker rendering and sketching i've got my webcam set up on a tripod and it feels like um, i'm neil buchanan on art attack because um, you're trying to work out better ways to do it but i think touching on something christina said earlier um sort of doing the tasks with the students um but no it is important that they understand this is our first attempt at this as well um, so I think in my first lesson in most of my classes, I said, this is all new to me as well. So if something doesn't work for you, don't panic. I'm not going to freak out. Oh, I was late because my internet connection or I couldn't get Teams to connect because I was using my wrong account. It's fine. I'm not going to go off because chances are next week something will go wrong for me. And I'd really like you to be patient with me about that. 
Um, and they've all been great because we've sort of, I've leveled with them. You know, they're, the first years are in college now. So they used to, the teacher is always right. I go, no, no, we're fallible. We're getting used to this as well. Yeah, I, I am level, I have to say. <laughs> I mean, Thank the first like, again. yeah, my students are, the microphone is off, Christina. The microphone is like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, oops. You know, I've done it so many times. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I know. Sorry. They are understanding though, aren't they? And like yeah. you said, vice versa. We we understand with their technical difficulties and, and they have all been really, really understanding all the groups, I would say. Yeah. It's really nice that you're taking that more of a, like we're learning together approach. Yeah. Because they'll come up with tricks for us as well. They will find ways to break the system. They're students. Like that is kind of the point. They're, they're extreme problem solvers. Uh, we'll give them a task that, that we think we've made it easy for them to achieve the criteria for the project. They will find a way to complicate it because it's different from the way we've told them to do it. Uh, but they think they've come up with some clever hack. Um, but yeah, they'll find it in Teams and I'll be ready with my notepad. <laughs> That's good. You're learning from them too. <laughs> Every day's a school day, quite literally. Cool. Uh, well, thanks for joining me today, guys. And um, yeah, it'll be uh, great to share this with everybody. I think everyone will learn a lot. And I think from speaking to other people, the thing that's coming out from it is that don't expect everything to work um, and everything isn't perfect and just kind of go with the flow a bit more. And uh, yeah, and everyone will get there eventually. I think that we're sort of setting the precedent with what we're doing is the important bit. Um, everyone's sort of been left to their own sectors to get on with it. Um, if we'd been coming with a set of very strict rules, you must use teams like this and you must do that. Well, it's not going to work for different areas. Some courses work better online. Um, yeah, and we're, to sound really cheesy, but we're sort of trailblazing what is going to work and we're finding the things that do and don't work. But that's a learning process. That's the way you learn, isn't it? You've got to yeah. try it out. If it doesn't work, it doesn't matter. Just try something else. Oh, well, thanks for joining me. And um, next week, we'll be doing another department. Not sure which one yet, but um, you guys have been the creative team. So thanks very much. Thanks, guys. Thank you.